This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, teaching influencers and bloggers how to become successful entrepreneurs. This is episode 43 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Last week, we switched things up a little bit. I had Angel Clark of Craveable Content come on to the podcast, and she actually interviewed me. We talked about how to to attract your dream sponsors and get paid what you're really worth. I also invited you guys to a live training that I'm going to be doing in the next couple weeks. If you didn't have a chance to listen to that interview, hop over. It is episode 42. And make sure that you sign up for the live training that we're going to be doing. It's five days of live training. We're going to walk you through who to reach out to and what to say when you do so that you can start working with those dream brands that you have always wanted to work with. Today, we are going to talk about the 10 killer content ideas for Facebook Live. And if you're new to the podcast, You may not be aware that we've been running a Facebook Live series over the last couple of weeks. We've been talking a lot about live broadcasting because I truly believe as an influencer, you have to incorporate video into your content. And using live broadcasting is one of the easiest ways to actually do it. Plus, you don't have to spend a ton of money to do it. In the show notes, I'm going to link up to our five cheap tools to actually start incorporating live broadcasting into your content. Be sure to download that because if you're unsure of what you should be using, these tools are very simple and they're cheap and inexpensive. So it's a great way to get started and know that you're using things that others are using with success. So today, what I really wanted to do is I wanted to kind of go through 10 different examples of ways that you can be using Facebook Live. I know that my audience is made up of multiple niches as far as the type of blogger that you may be. So I wanted to go through and just kind of give you examples of how you can start to incorporate this. Now, as a lifestyle blogger myself, I've incorporated it over on the Melrose family multiple ways. And that's why I feel comfortable being able to share these with you. So to start out, when you are live broadcasting, The reason that I feel that it is so simple to incorporate is because there's no editing afterwards. It is live. Whatever happens, happens then and there. And there's nothing that you really can do about the broadcasting afterwards. So in order to really dive into this, what I want to take a look at is the different uses that you can apply in your business. So for example, let's start with a food blogger because I know a lot of you out there are food bloggers. If you were looking to incorporate live broadcasting, One of the first things that, of course, should come to mind is you can create a recipe live with your audience. And two weeks ago, we actually talked about the structure of your Facebook Live, what it should look like, some of the questions you should be asking to increase your engagement. So make sure that you go back to episode 41 to see how you should be structuring these live broadcasts. But you could simply create a recipe with them. And one of the things that we talked about is that you could incorporate a crutch which could be a significant other. It could be your child. I have definitely done that over in the Melrose family. I do a cooking show with my four-year-old. And it is 
quite interesting at times because, of course, it's not just about the cooking. It becomes more about the relationship that you have with whoever you're cooking with. So starting out as a food blogger, a great way to kind of start to feel comfortable is to create a recipe live on Facebook. Another thing that you can do as a food blogger is you could do tips to cook. So for example, you could teach them with the holiday season coming up and pomegranates being very popular in recipes seasonally. You could show them the fastest way to get the seeds out of a pomegranate. And you could go through all of the different steps. And then you can also give them links to recipes that you have on your site, which then is driving the traffic to your site. Because that really, you have to keep in mind, is the purpose. Yes, we want to increase our engagement on Facebook. Yes, we definitely want to get to know our audience and improve our reach. But at the same time, we want to be driving traffic. We want to make sure that they're serving a purpose with this. So if you did tips, it could be, like I said, um, getting the seeds out of a pomegranate and then linking to the recipes that you might have on your site that includes pomegranate. Another thing that you could do is that there's lots of tools out there for food bloggers that you guys use regularly coming on live with your audience and showing them how that tool works and then providing them with an affiliate link, obviously making sure that you disclose that it is an affiliate link, but showing them how to use that product. It would be an opportunity for you not only to obviously have that relationship with your audience, but at the same time, it gives you the opportunity to have affiliate income coming in. So for example, you might use like a zoodle maker, one of the zucchini cutters. And or another thing that's out there, um, I remember during the springtime is the strawberry pitter, right? There's all these different tools that are out there. We use them in our everyday life. One of my most popular affiliate links is my apple core peeler because I love it. And it's when I'm making an apple recipe, I make sure that I talk about it because it is something that I incorporate into everything that I do. Getting on Facebook Live and showing them how the Apple Peeler makes it so much easier and then including that affiliate link is a great way to start to drive some traffic to some affiliate links. All right. So I took care of pretty much gave three examples for my food bloggers. If you are a crafter or a decorator, um, one of the great things that you can do is you can just create a craft with your audience. So whether you are doing this for kid-oriented crafts or if you are just trying to show them a craft that they could do for themselves, like a wreath, or if you're doing a sewing tutorial. One of the Facebook pages that I recently was brought to my attention was um, So Alicia. And on her Facebook page, she was running a 30-day series where she taught her audience how to sew with zippers. And she did a different project every day with her audience and showing them how they could incorporate zippers. Her engagement went through the roof. Plus, her audience knew that she was doing it every single day and they kept coming back to her. So her Facebook page, not only did her reach increase, but so did her following and the engagement that she has with them. So you could do a sewing something of that nature if you're not a sewer like me. You could also do just a craft. One of the great things that I have learned is that having my daughter doing that craft with me gives my audience an opportunity to really listen in to the types of conversations that my four-year-old and I have. And let's be honest, those conversations can often get interesting. Two of the members of my membership site, Mastering Your Influence, they actually put together a 
Halloween series where one of the girls was creating cute Halloween treats that you can make with your child. And another one of the girls was creating um, Halloween crafts that she was able to make with her child. So these are all different things that you can be doing. You can actually just be showing them just the same idea as creating that um, perfectly edited and beautiful above, you know, tasty style video. But now instead, you're having a conversation with your audience about what it is that you're doing. And if you have your child involved, you're normally having a conversation with the child. And they're also having a conversation sometimes even with the audience, because you can have those questions being asked back and forth and the child can answer. So it just creates that great relationship and it's engaging and interesting for people to watch. Now, if you're thinking, okay, those are my crafters, those kids activities. Okay, there's a good start. Well, what about if you just do decorating, right? Maybe you're a home decor blogger. Why not decorating tips? Why not getting on Facebook Live? And let's say you're doing a redo of a bookshelf and you want to show them how they can organize it so that it looks beautiful, but is also appealing to the eye and organized so that you can find what you're looking for when you go to your bookshelf. This is a perfect opportunity to do that live with your audience. You can just walk them through how to set up the bookshelf. Um, Another great thing to to possibly do is we have holidays coming up. Leanne from Your Home-Based Mom has an amazing post on creating her Christmas tree and how she goes about decorating her artificial tree and the little tidbits that she adds to it to make it fuller and more beautiful. And this is a viral post that I know that she has that drives tons and tons of traffic to her site every single year. Well, what if she got on Facebook Live and she did it live with her audience showing them how to decorate her Christmas tree? These are all things that you guys can do. You And it's much simpler. It doesn't have to be this perfectly edited video. It is live and having these conversations. You could have them having you know, coffee or cocoa with you as you're doing this, making it so that it's really engaging and showing they want to see you. They want to know the true people that are behind the sites and the blogs that they read. So providing them with that opportunity, it can really make a difference in your audience and how they react to you. Another um, with organizers and decorators, often I get asked about, well, I do more home organization, more decluttering. Same thing. Why couldn't you go through your kitchen and show them how you declutter your kitchen? Or if you have a specific system set up for your family that works amazing, walk them through that. Show the kids actually putting it away. Maybe you have the baskets on the stairs that are um, initialed with the children's names so that you make sure that all of the declutter from downstairs ends up upstairs and put away. And each child is responsible for that. Well, live broadcast that. Show them the way that it looks. And then have the kids even go up and do it and show exactly how your four-year-old is able to make sure that she takes care of her own clutter. People love ideas and they love seeing things on Pinterest and on our blogs. But when they have the opportunity to actually see it in action, it becomes more than just this, oh, she's got this perfect life. Everything is beautiful. It's all Pinterest and perfect. No, there's probably a little bit of backtalk coming from the kids. It's not always perfect. And you want to be able to show them that and how to react to that. 
what it is that you would say to them in order for the children to understand that, yes, this is part of what we do. We declutter our house and you are responsible for doing it. And you would have that conversation live doing that with them. People want to see how we interact and what it is that we choose to do with our families. Because often they see those perfect pictures and it doesn't fit into their reality of the screaming kids, of the craziness that is really going on in our lives as well. So if we can show them that, it's just going to give them that want to come back to our content all the time. Okay. Another great thing to do is to do a challenge. This works really well for decluttering. Let's say, for example, one of your um, freebies or lead magnets in which you're trying to grow your list with is to do a decluttering challenge for five days. Well, do the decluttering challenge live with your audience. Walk them through it. This works really well for budgeting. You can do a whole five-day budgeting and you actually walk them through the entire process live with them. And then they're able to go and give them homework and continue. Now, if you're not familiar with challenges, I'm going to link in the show notes to my 10-day challenge builder. It actually walks you through how to build a challenge that is in line with your content and possible products that you may be looking to promote down the road. So as well as with your challenges, you could also start looking into couponing. This could work for clean eating or paleo or vegan. Whatever type of um, niche you kind of fall into, you can take this and turn it around into a challenge where they feel like they can have this transformation with you. Those are the type of people that we want. All too often, I hear bloggers saying to me, I don't know my audience. I don't know what they want from me. And I'll say to them, well, look at your Google Analytics. What are you seeing? And they'll say to me, These are the posts that are most popular, but it's all coming from Pinterest and they're not subscribing. Well, that's because Pinterest, we understand that it drives a ton of traffic. You have to be able to capture those people. Even if they're just coming to you for one and done kind of recipe, you want it to be more than that. And you have to provide them with that opportunity. So having a challenge like this where you're talking about it in the post about how you go live on Facebook and you'd love for them to join in on the challenge that's something they would jump on. So make sure that you're starting to think of these different ways that you can incorporate live broadcasting and it doesn't have to take forever. Okay. Another way that in which you can start to really push your content out there and a different way of doing it would be an interview similar to a podcast, but in your niche. So if you're a food blogger, you may interview another food blogger. Maybe you have a food blogger friend who just had a new cookbook come out and she's looking to promote it and she wants you to do a blog post and do one of her recipes. And you're kind of like, yeah, I could do that. But if I got on Facebook Live and we did an interview and maybe you made part of the recipe with them, imagine how much more connected and engaged they would be to that. You could then also take that video that you did on Facebook Live and put it into the blog post so that it has that live video component and it's engaging and they get to see the person that actually created the, this amazing cookbook. So that's definitely an area in which you can go. Now, obviously, that would work for food bloggers as far as Instapot you could be doing. You could be doing vegan slow cooker recipes, freezer meals, meal planning. And it's, again really perfect for promoting those niche-specific cookbooks that a lot of bloggers are creating and they feel like, okay, how do I incorporate this? How do I promote sales? 
People are just coming to me for a recipe. Well, now you can actually promote it in that Facebook Live. So keep that in mind, especially if you are a food blogger. Now, interviews also work really well for mom or parenting bloggers. So one of the students of my membership site actually does a weekly show where she gets another mom expert. They come on and it's kind of like a Dear Abby. Her audience sends in questions and they answer those questions live on Facebook. They can send them in or they can ask them live as well. And they're able to just have open conversations about pretty much anything that involves parenting, whether it's potty training, bullying, whatever it might be. And it shows their expertise in that specific topic, which is often what we're looking for. We need to be able to have and show our expertise. One of my absolute favorite ways, and it is a way that I think could be amazing and really shows you how creative you can get, is the idea of holding a contest using Facebook Live. Now, I know this sounds like a lot, but I want you just to think about the Michaels commercials that you see all the time on Facebook, where they have two celebrities and they're given specific products and they get to make something. They're given a countdown and they make crafts live. Now, those are obviously edited videos, but why couldn't we do that live? Why couldn't you and another food blogger or another crafter get on, have specific ingredients or specific supplies given five minutes, three minutes, however long you want it to make for your live broadcast? And then the audience would get to decide on the best recipe or the best craft based on those five minutes. It's a great way to do something like everybody watches Cupcake Wars and all these different reality TV shows that they have on TV now. Why not create this through live broadcasting? You can start to think outside of the box. There's so many different ways that you can be incorporating this and it's going to make you stand out. Right now, Facebook is pushing out Facebook Lives. They're showing it to more and more of your audience. And because of that, you need to use it to your ability. Now, in upcoming podcast episodes, we are going to be talking and continuing this conversation about how to use live broadcasting. Because as I mentioned in this episode, I talked about this idea that it can't just be about the engagement and the reach on Facebook. There has to be an actual purpose for it, whether it is driving traffic growing subscribers, which I am going to place a huge amount of emphasis on in upcoming episodes, or even affiliate income. Okay, So there are different ways that you can be using this. You just have to make sure that it is aligned to your content. Don't get on Facebook Live and just randomly start talking about something. You want to get on and make sure that it is in line with your topics that you talk about. Is it what you are looking to promote down the road? Do you have a product in that? Or are you looking to create a cookbook in that area? It is the perfect way to see if your audience is interested in that. So make sure that when you are setting up these live broadcasts, that you really start to focus on what is my purpose for this? Why am I creating this? And if it's only for reach and engagement, I want you to rethink it because that's not the only purpose, guys. We can't just be creating these just to create them. Now, one of the things that I didn't mention is that 
some of you have heard me talk about it already in previous episodes, but brands are paying for Facebook Lives. They understand how authentic they are. And when I talk about that they're paying for a Facebook Live, they're dropping $500 on an eight-minute Facebook Live. Eight minutes, $500. I need you to really let that sink in because I talk a lot about pitching brands. And one of the things that is always incorporated into my proposals is a Facebook Live because I'm very comfortable in front of the camera, as is my four-year-old. And that comes across authentic to my audience now. And brands see that that is what my audience wants. And it does really, really well. So if you haven't been listening in on this series that I've been running about live broadcasting, go back and make sure that you listen to those first couple episodes. Because everything is building on top of it so that you truly understand how you can use this to your benefit. Now, make sure as well that you are signed up for the Pitch Perfect live training that I'll be doing. Because as you just heard me mention, my expertise is working with brands. I am very comfortable pitching brands and working with them and creating authentic content. And that is largely due to the fact that I find a way to make sure that it works for my audience. So if you're looking to increase your income without selling out, make sure that you sign up for Pitch Perfect Live. All right, guys, I appreciate you guys so much for taking the time to listen in. I especially love it when you subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. It makes me so happy to see that I am affecting so many different people with the trainings that I'm able to do through the podcast. And I appreciate you taking the time to share it. Over the last couple of episodes, I have asked you to share it with a friend or someone that you know could find some benefit from the episode. And I appreciate you so much for doing that because I can see how much the episodes are increasing with downloads because of you sharing it. So thank you so much. Please continue to do that. Share it on Twitter or Facebook. Feel free to tag me because I will make sure to come over and comment, answer any questions that people might have. Also, make sure that you join me Tuesdays on my Jenny Melrose Facebook page for live training every week at 11 o'clock. A lot of what I do on the podcast comes from those Facebook Lives. Questions that were asked in those trainings end up creating my podcast episodes. So if you have a ton of questions and you're looking to grow your influence and make this business a business, join me live every Tuesday at 11 o'clock on my Facebook page. All right, guys, until next time, I will see you all then. (music) 